0: She will be more a princess than she ever was, 150,000 times more. A little princess, Frances Hodgson
1: Burnett. Greetings! Salutations! I'm Frances. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot.
0: So we're recording um, again today. We just been yeah. recording uh, book. I mean, movie two. Now we're two now four. on book eleven. It's still the July fifth.
1: Book. It's last the final
0: book. book. The final book. We were just talking about this, and as because uh, we're known for our preparedness, uh, both <laughs> of us were like, "Isn't this quote from the other book too?" And, uh,
1: <laughs> it's definitely in one of the other books. I think it's it the absolutely first one. is. Yeah, I think um, you're right. So this book, I I I think this book sort of um, fell into the trend of nostalgia, like how in recent years a lot of things have rebooted. Mm-hmm. I feel like this sort of did that, which I'm here for, um, because as we said in our last book, that was that was the final book that was until it. until six years later in 2015 when this book was published. So I've got some fun facts here about the year 2015. Let's hear it. The world's greatest television show song came out, AKA the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt premiered. No. Drake's hotline bling was topping the charts. (laughs) Good for him. Good for him.
0: Um, Oh, the breakout star, Amy Schumer got on the scene, although she had been around for a minute because remember she was on that great show, Last Comic Standing.
1: Oh, she is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside Out came out; great movie. Oh, nice! What a great one.
0: Oh, um, I was a part of this one, uh, the 1989 world tour, Taylor
1: Swift. Oh yes, yes, yes! yes I was there. Yes, you went did to that? that. Mhm. Oh. What city did you see it in? Chicago. Chicago. That's Chicago. Cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, The Force Awakens also came out, so the revival of the Star Wars franchise. Sick.
0: Always good. Everyone loves that. No controversy there. Everyone Mm -hmm. loves it. Not a single person disliked it. it. (laughs) Nope. Um, Hamilton started. Good job, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I got like a really weird argument with someone about this, like the other day, where she was like, no, about Lin-Manuel Miranda? Because they were like, yeah, I love Hamilton, but he's such a bad rapper blah 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 blah. like going on and on and I was like but you you know he wrote it right like he wrote wrote the rap is he a bad rapper I think he's fine he's fully he's perfectly adequate
1: like me (laughs) I'm just kidding I am a bad rapper
0: Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is is, seems like a pretty cool dude I know right 25 Adele's 25 came out oh good album good album
1: yeah. Uh, my other one is a Game of Thrones spoiler, so skip ahead fifteen seconds. Uh, the Jon Snow cliffhanger was in twenty fifteen. and I was talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's it. That's all I have. Okay. I mean, other things happened, but yeah, it was, was a overall a pretty light year.
0: How old were we? We were like, I just I graduated college the year before.
1: I turned twenty four in twenty fifteen. I would, have, I would think I did too. Maybe I turned twenty-three. No, you're you're younger, yeah. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. You're born in '92, right? mm mm-hmm. Sick. So yeah. That was it. Yeah. So we were I twenty-three was, and twenty-four. Yeah, <laughs> we I always 24. thought twenty-three
0: deep. was going to be like. Well, I guess a lot of things did happen when I was twenty-three. That's when I started working in film. Oh. So I guess like, yeah, I was like twenty-three is going to be my fucking year. It's going to be the was. year, which I guess it was.
1: Is According it- to Blink One Eighty Two, nobody likes you when you're 23. That also tracked. Yep, I did not like you. <laughs> no one <no, no>. did. <laughs> no. Anyway, we still love each other very much, but we are no longer 23. All right, royal yes, were wedding. We're no longer friends. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. <laughs>
0: this podcast is friends.
1: painful. Um, so this book we'll we'll get into it i'm gonna read the synopsis so for this episode we read obviously from the beginning of royal wedding through the section 9 25 a.m friday may 1st third floor apartment consulate general genovia rate the royals rating five i'll give a quick synopsis and a central theme and then we'll dive in eight years after we left princess mia she's an almost 26 year old princess running her own youth center in new york city she's still in a loving relationship with michael but her life is far from perfect The press are hounding her because her father was arrested for driving a race car down the highway at 180 miles an hour during his re-election campaign, no less. The press are obsessing over the fact that Michael and Mia have yet to get engaged. Mia also has an internet stalker and is dealing with helping her friend Tina through her breakup with Boris, who allegedly cheated on her. To top it all off, her, Fra- her stepfather Frank passed away of congestive heart failure. And some are speculating that Philippe's race car stunt was a bid for Helen's attention. But Mia's birthday is right around the corner and Michael says he's got a big surprise for her. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Central theme, don't take your diamond shoes for granted we'll get oh, yeah. into what that means <laughs> <laughs> okay there's a lot to unpack here so as, as as you know
0: this is my first time reading this and I'm reading section by section mm-hmm. so there's gonna be a lot of conjecture for me I'm mean, a lot of a lot of guessing about like what's gonna happen um but like right off the fucking bat Mr. G I
1: know I'm Mr. so upset G? I'm I, yeah I, I was
0: fully I texted Jordan outside the pod like just like <laughs> it literally it's page like three yeah and I was like I was just like all I said was that I'm upset <laughs> like why? Yeah. why it's a little shocking yeah. and I hope I hope that the choice for Mr. G to be dead is not as we will talk about in a few, that Philippe is trying to win her back and that Helen and Philippe
1: are going to get together. I hope yeah. that is not the case. It's a little fanfic It's a little, yeah. I, to be honest, I sort of feel like this book is a little fanfic-y. Um, I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't love this one. It's, it's not one of my favorites. I love it for the fact that we get more Mia content, mm-hmm. but I don't love some of the choices that were made. Number one, Frank being dead it's so sad
0: because like Helen yeah. was like fucking got her fairy tale ending she got a man who respected her and like ugh, it's just it's really sad and it's, it's just, mm-hmm. dramatic down. yeah I mean it it does like lend to the plot of course because it lends well we'll talk about it sorry we'll go from the top
1: yeah, he's dead. Mia founded a community center in honor of him, which is wonderful for because he helped her with school, so she's helping the children with school. Mm-hmm. Um, but it opens with this news article about how Philippe was arrested for driving his race car that he just bought that day, 180 miles an hour down the West Side Highway. Very dangerous, regardless um, of time of day. Yeah, Genovia has a Grand Prix just like Monaco, where they race the cars through the cobblestone streets. I'm sure. I'm sure Genovia's is much better though. Yeah, obviously than Monica's. So the article mentions that Mia is 25 and Michael is 29, which is something i had been considering. Were they two and a half years apart or three and a half years apart? Since we know his birthday is January and oh. hers is May. And this confirms that they are three and a half years apart. Ah, oh, okay. Um, and she does mention very early on in this book that if she had been born in later era they wouldn't have been able to keep her princess status from her which is something i feel like we talked about in like book one yeah um like if she had had social media she would have known yeah um and philippe is 50 that's mm -hmm. so young yeah they were really young when they had Mm -hmm. her i think he was 24 and helen was like 22 yeah
0: which like i mean i guess we we knew this we talked about this like but it just like to see it say like prince philippe the fifty-year-old crown prince, like yeah. holy shit, he's a, he's really super young, and he's been he's been in charge for a good while. So mm-hmm. like, I guess he has him.
1: much youth, mm-hmm. um, and he's running again for prime minister. Which, if this is eight years later, that leads me to think that maybe they have an election every four years, That's kind of like in the U.S. Yeah, that
0: seems-
1: Probably not every two. That seems like a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, you'd only um, be campaigning. Yeah, and Count Ivan Ronaldo, who is like. Claims to be a distant relative, but isn't. Is running against him.
0: Yeah, he's just, like, using
1: the name. Yeah. Which is rude. Whatever. Like, good for you, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, But the first journal entry opens with our classic, sometimes I feel like all I ever do is lie, mm-hmm. um, cute callback. Just wonderful. Mia's, like, having a bit of a mental
0: crisis. Like, she's just mm-hmm. having, like, a bit, like philippe is having a
1: midlife crisis mia is having a um quarter life crisis quarter life crisis yeah <laughs> typical mia she has an eye twitch and is convinced that she's dying
0: yeah she has like a tumor or something she thinks yeah
1: she calls her her royal doctor and sissy take a urine sample because she definitely is dying of her eye twitch um but then she kind of talks with the doctor about how the press have been hounding her. Sex-mad Princess Mia. There's an oh, article that called amazing. Michael the world's greatest lover and his dad put <laughs> <bunch of> copies. <laughs> I love that so much. It's so funny. Um, but it does sound like she's got a lot going on. She's got the community center. She and Michael are really busy. They don't see each other a lot. She has an online stalker called Royal Rabble Rouser. Who yeah. Who is like anti-feminist. It's really scary. I have a theory. I have
0: should I be sharing my my theories as we go? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think that the that Royal Rabble Rouser is
1: JP. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) And that's the T. And that's the fucking T. Um, but Well, Royal Rabble Rouser is using a VPN to so they can't stalk him. And that seems a little technologically advanced. Um, but I mean, what do I know about <laughs> internet stalking other than, like, looking at people's Facebooks? <laughs> um, but anyway, Mike uh, Mia's very stressed. Obviously, she's Mia. But it does, to be fair, sound like there's a lot going on. Um, if your dad had just been arrested for doing something so reckless, I feel like that'd be stressful. Sure. It's a yeah. little scary, too. Like, what does that say about what's going on with him?
0: I know, right? Like, yeah, he's really, yeah. like, actually having – he's doing some stuff. Like, you're yeah. like, whoa,
1: hey, calm it down. You're your fun. Take a seat. Um, <laughs> Michael's like, let's get away for a few days, and me is like, I cannot. I simply cannot do that. I obviously cannot do that. Um, doctor suggests me to try journaling, help yeah. with stress. <laughs> Which,
0: like, how good is this doctor? Because there's a cha- there's a pretty good chance that she was journaling while he was telling her that she oh, should try. Oh yeah, journaling. she's
1: journaling while they're talking, right? For sure. Absolutely. Um, and Mia says that recently there's just been some some dark shadow in Michael's eyes and she hopes it's that he's passing a kidney stone. Theory. Another <laughs> yeah. theory. This,
0: I'm so sorry. I swear this
1: won't be the whole time.
0: <laughs> no, I want
1: I want to know all your theories. So this one
0: is because he, he's going to propose. A lot of people talk about how right before someone proposed, they thought they were going to get broken up with. Mm-hmm. because they're like keeping secrets because they want it to be like a fun surprise
1: mm-hmm. and like
0: so then that's odd like behavior to be like sneaking around in like a wholesome way
1: right so that's what yes. i think he's planning a, he's planning a proposal a mailage okay. well we'll see we'll see so perrin and mia are still friends mm-hmm. perrin runs the community center she calls me and is like don't come here the fucking press are everywhere And she and Ling Su are still together. She and Ling Su are still together. We love to see it. Sumia says she's going to work from home. And I would like to read this quote on page 14. People everywhere pray for a job where they can work from home. So I guess going with the gratitude theme, I should be grateful for this opportunity. This really resonates with me. Yeah. Uh, As (laughs) I am being forced back to my office. (laughs) Kicking and screaming. (laughs) So she goes to work from home, quote unquote. Which her home is...
0: The Royal Genovian Consul place because she has an apartment. Yes, but she's not. She has she's not, an apartment. Yeah, she's not working from her apartment. They're all kind of hunkering down.
1: Wait, isn't her partner her apartment at the Royal Genovian Consulate? Doesn't she live there? Oh, she does. I think that's her apartment because it says third floor apartment, Royal Genovian, whatever, on all of these. Well, they have apartments. That would be. Weird. I think maybe I don't understand then. I thought that was her apartment. You know what? I feel like third floor apartment. They, I think she had an
0: apartment. She moved out and she moved into this one. Cause okay. I think she says something about like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It um, feels like a like kind of a breach, but like, okay, we'll just gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna go with it. We'll go we'll with it. We'll just go with
1: it. Michael tries to get freaky with me out on FaceTime i Um, love that they're like joking about sex yeah
0: it's it's great it shows like a lot of maturity and like
1: she has matured in these eight years yeah um but he also makes a joke about how eye twitches could be from low magnesium and human sperm have magnesium and i was like he wants a blowy yeah which like i was i didn't like it
0: i (laughs) mean like fictional or real boys are boys you
1: know and they're gross. And they're I was gross. laughing the other day because the Ransom My Heart episode just came out and you said, where there are men, there are perverts. And <laughs> I was just like, that's the best thing anyone's ever said. Um, but anyway, so there's, I like that this book has some kind of like graphics. Like there's her grocery order, okay, um, which is kind of cool. A grocery order theory. Sorry. Okay.
0: All A lot of these things that she ordered mm-hmm. are the same things that... Helen ordered when she was pregnant. Oh, like all this junk food. Mm-hmm. So- and then after she's like, "Why are there all this junk food?" So unless someone like snuck in and oh, interesting it off- it for her. Hmm.
1: Well, it was signed by Lars. Lars did order it. <laughs> um, but I, know, I mean, I know oh that yeah, that's just because he's her bodyguard. Um, we should be keeping a list of all your predictions. So we can, like, circle back at the end of the book and oh, see I'll if any were keep them in correct. my noggin. Keep them in your noggin. Um, so Lars sends the grocery order. Um, and I, I just love that Lars is still around. We love Lars. Um, <laughs> but I like that the little graphics and, like, when they're texting, there's, like, little text bubbles. I don't know. I yeah. kind of like it. Um, so also the grocery delivery was only $5. That is cheap as fuck. Oh, hell yeah. That's I would um, absolutely use that. I would hope they're they're tipping too on top of that, I would hope. I would hope, I'm sure. Um, so she goes to a benefit for Chernobyl, which is at the Waldorf, which is where she had prom, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of funny. And she's riding yeah. in the bathroom, obviously. Um, and she's talking a lot about how she can't have a normal relationship with Michael because of the press, and there's all these headlines like "Princess of Slutovia. Um <laughs> sorry, We don't slut in here, but that's no. that's funny. <laughs> um, but more to the point, the second thing I'm really upset about: Tina and Boris are broken up <sighs> what because is what is Boris fucking... allegedly cheated.
0: And there's pictures. There's pictures. There's pictures. There's there's text messages. Boris, how are you going to try to deny this? Tell me. It's bad. And fucking Michael is, I mean, good for you for being a good friend, but he's like, clearly it's just a misunderstanding. I don't, doesn't sound like a fucking misunderstanding to me.
1: Yeah. Maybe it will be.
0: I don't have a prediction about this one, but like, honestly, Boris doesn't look good for you.
1: It's really sad for Tina. Like she can tell she is devastated yeah and i mean i think most people in their life have probably been cheated on and like if you don't see it coming it's like the worst thing ever and especially from someone like boris who sidebar boris is now an international superstar purple haired pop star he has fans called the borets which is funny Um, it took me a minute to get it (laughs) (laughs) like just because it's a play on Boris or am I missing something? It sounds like barrettes. Oh, well, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an actual um, item. <laughs> it's a little weird. I don't know. This is one of those things that feels a little fanficy to me. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so he's an international superstar. Tina's in med school. Mia also in this, she has a long conversation with Tina. This is a big portion of the book but in it she's talking about how she's still friends with a lot of people she was friends with before she knew she was a princess because she feels like she could trust them more she Mm mentioned mentions jp and josh who used her um and she said she still stalks them online to make sure they're miserable and i'm kind of like yeah that was like 10 years ago like yeah get over it a little embarrassing it's not healthy Mm -mm. yeah it's weird to be obsessed with your high school significant other Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) on either side (laughs) on either side uh Lana's a mom now and she's she's married married to a Rockefeller fucking Rockefeller
0: (laughs) what living in penthouse
1: E or whatever (laughs) of
0: course she is of course she is I Mm -hmm. mean I read it and I was like that's crazy and then I was like no it's not not at all she's a fucking debutante obviously she married a rep like a Rockefeller and obviously she has a baby at 25. 26, 25, 26, yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
1: No, not at um, all. It's very foreign to us, as we are nearly 30 and do not yeah. have babies. Um, but, you know, you do you. Um, Mia and Tina talk about the fact that, like, nobody stays with their high school sweethearts except in YA novels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's a little so, bit meta.
0: And we get a little more um exposition on uh, Ling Su and um, parents Yes! Because they pretended to be, like, roommates for a really long time, because...
1: And they were roommates.
0: And they were roommates, uh, because Ling Su's grandparents were old-fashioned, but they totally support same-sex marriage now. Says Tina, um, and Perrin fucking learned Mandarin.
1: Yeah, to oh, make wow. him her like, oh, Perrin, I want a Perrin and Ling Su spin-off book. Oh hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I read the shit out of that.
0: And wait, what is what is Ling Su doing? Because parents don't they work, both work at the... They both work at the community center?
1: I don't remember. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. I'm we'll sure she's doing out. something great and artsy. I mean, Maybe, let's yeah. assume she teaches art at the community center. Let's do that. Um, also, Kenny and Lily broke up in college because Kenny built a yurt <laughs> in the middle of campus, which, you know... <laughs> like, refused to go to is class. It's telling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we get all this exposition. This first section is a lot of, what's everyone been up to? Yeah. Um but Boris cheated and there's nude photo evidence but Boris claims it's photoshopped
0: Mm -hmm. Mm, I mean I just um I don't know and it's so it's like some like hipster girl who lives in like uh wherever like Brooklyn or whatever like a music blogger
1: yeah she's like a music blogger and she interviewed him yeah
0: and Tina's like he says so Tina says that Boris is telling her that the reason this person did this was because she was jealous of Tina dating Boris. And, and she's like, that doesn't seem very likely. And mm-hmm. I love this. Mia goes, Tina, I gasp. You say that, you say that, like, there's nothing for her to be jealous of, you know, perfectly well, how hot you are. You're the hottest, most beautiful woman I've, I know.
1: Aww, that's so a good like, friend.
0: <laughs> friend. That really felt like very true to form. Cause I feel like that that's very normal in like female friendships if someone's like being down on the south, you're like absolutely not um, you will not talk no. me. No. You are you are about perfect. my friend right now yeah. <laughs> you're the most amazing <laughs> beautiful angel I've ever seen in my life you're so smart it's like, so true
1: yeah so I, I like that I thought that was fun agreed she's being a very she she is being a good friend I think Mia is encouraging Tina not to engage with him which I mm-hmm. think but she's doing it in a nice way and I think that's fair you know if you're if you're if your best friend has been cheated on, you're not going to be like, yeah, give him another chance.
0: Yeah. And she's right in the middle of her, like, final exams, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot going on for Tina right now. So it's not like, going on. It's not a good time
1: to have distractions. And another reason they're pretty sure the pictures aren't photoshopped is because the person in the picture, although you can't see their face, has Fiddler's neck, which is a thing, yeah. apparently, that Boris has um he wrote a song called a million stars for tina which is a super choosy video and is the number one best-selling song of all time <laughs> oh my this, gosh this if is if what she... feels fancy i know me. yeah that's it, yeah that's silly
0: <laughs> it turns out that mm-hmm. she just like full-on was stalking him and like snuck into his apartment while he was sleeping oh that's scary yeah that's that's no, scary. i guess that's a prediction don't <laughs> i mean i you're not making a face but <laughs>
1: prediction number four <laughs> Mia thinks about what she'd do in Tina's shoes like if I were Tina what would I do and then she makes a list of all these badass princesses and talks about how badass they were which is kind of cool
0: she was like I probably would (laughs) have I probably would have like decapitated
1: him yeah (laughs) (laughs) strangled him with my braid yeah (laughs) um yeah I mean nobody likes to be cheated on yeah I assume I could be wrong um <laughs> but anyway, Tina oh, and Mia start, start talking about Philippe and Tina says, "Oh, like I heard it was to get your mom's attention." And Mia says the doctor's Moskovitz said something similar, not about the race car incident but just about Philippe in general like being in love with Helen. And Mia's like doesn't really buy into it though. Um at least I don't think she does. What do you think?
0: I don't it doesn't seem like it. She's just kind of like, "No, I don't know."
1: Yeah, like, like young
0: know, people said that, but I don't think mm-hmm. so. Like, but I think too, she's like, she's kind of over that. Like, I, in, I don't, I'm not a child of divorce, so I don't know, but uh, in books and media, typically children of divorce always have that like
1: little hope in the back of their head that their parents will right, get back together or whatever. Together.
0: But, I think but she's me, never
1: known them together so yeah. it's a little different for her I think Yeah,
0: so I don't I don't think she or and they're not even divorced like yeah they were never married yeah so I don't think I don't ever think she really had that thought of like oh I wish my parents were like I wish we were a nuclear family
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah I don't know I don't think it's so. not like a dream of hers yeah um so another thing going on in Mia's life is they've opened their borders to the nation of Khalif to refugees, and there are p- people protesting that. Mm-hmm. People are also protesting Genovia's GMOs, and they're all orange-growing. Yeah. Um, there's really a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's- and Lily and Mia are, like, texting and Mia tells Lily that the protesters threw an orange at Lars and he grabbed it and ate it peel and all (laughs) what the fuck I mean wait to intimidate yeah (laughs) just stare him in the eye while you do it
0: there um but also in this moment what is Lily fucking responds to that with um a heart (laughs) yeah she wants to fuck Lars she wants to fuck Lars I think that's yucky (laughs) (laughs) she's known him they he's not going to because he's like your child I've known you since you were 14 no ma'am uh but it's just really funny I love how like the they they've really kind of signified the grown-upness because they're talking kind of casually about sex and like relationships and like all this stuff and like me is like oh my god stop talking about lars like that it's gross but she's not being like "Ew, no oh my god like sex like she's like yeah
1: it's about lars it's not about sex yeah Yeah. (laughs) true um also sidebar in this conversation lily's when they're talking about the oranges lily says isn't genovia's main export olives or is it pears yeah which is like a nod to the movie i assume (laughs) um But anyway, so Mia's got a lot going on. They're protesting her opening the borders to Khalif. They're protesting the orange GMOs. She's dealing with her dad. She's dealing with Tina's breakup. Like, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. The shadows in Michael's eyes. Um, Also, sidebar, Grummare loves Cirque du Soleil. And apparently they go every year on Mia's (laughs) birthday. I mean, fair. Cirque du Soleil is very cool. Yeah, it is really Um, cool so they're and gonna go because it's the day before Mia's birthday like as all this is happening
0: they're talking about they have a, a, a wait oh yeah so she's uh lily asks if uh she says my brother invited and um and she's like no or not no she's like i'm not gonna make him do that i'm yeah. not gonna make him wade through the paps and all that fun stuff which is probably lending to why the paps are being kind of shitty to her right now is because she's not like he has a job he's work he has his own he's Pavlov mm-hmm. technologies still so he's working like he's and they, they don't see each other all the time because like both of them are really busy and I think it's really cool of Mia to like if she's now calmly saying oh no he's not gonna come like it's fine he doesn't have yes. to like we don't have to be spending every minute together it's okay and I think I liked that I liked that kind of it felt like a little bit of
1: maturity. Yeah, I agree. There's She definitely has a much more mature, mature voice in this book, as she should. And as we heard from Queen Meg, she wrote it, like, to follow her audience, unlike what we said about the movie, which kind of regressed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's an adult in an adult relationship dealing with adult things. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to Paolo to get her hair done for this, like, event she's going to or whatever. And he says her eye twitch makes her look like a pirate. <laughs> um also, Paolo's which, out now. Paolo's out. Paolo is or out to us. I'm sure he was out in the fictional world. Yes, he's out to us. Yeah, <laughs> good boy. <point. laughs> um, there's a you know all sorts of headlines. Mia, this whole book they talk a lot about Mia in the press and the headlines. The latest, why won't he marry Mia? <sighs> um, which lists all the speculated reasons why Mike doesn't <laughs> proposed, which are all fucking insane. Um. We also learned that Mia had some topless photos taken, which no shame in that, No, but they shouldn't be taken without your consent. Absolutely. And that was,
0: oh, no, I wish I, you know what I just realized? I should have looked this up because I feel like that happened to um to Kate, uh, Catherine, yeah. whatever. Kate Madison. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, being topless in Europe is like just breathing. <laughs> it's right? like standard. Like- yeah.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Like, and they were like out of, they were. Her pictures too were taken like on a balcony, like it was creepy as fuck. Obviously, it's Mm -hmm. creepy as fuck regardless, but she was like on a balcony and like it was total violation of her privacy, like it messed
1: up. Well, and it sounds like this was too. They were like on a yacht Mm -hmm. or something, and she had had like too much to drink, (laughs) or she says (laughs) I had one too many daiquiris or something like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, who doesn't go topless after one too many daiquiris? Um, We decided, or I decided, my favorite title article title was princess of genovia yeah i had um, that so well. <laughs> it was great it was it's just great. so gross and terrible yeah um but we also learned from paolo that mia helped legalize gay marriage in genovia mm-hmm. we love it yeah that's great good for her yes and paolo she's bitching to paolo obviously he says she has to sacrifice for love and she says she sacrificed everything and he's like yeah mm. <sighs> stop complaining about your diamond shoes um i mean obviously yes she is sacrificing primarily her privacy um i mean that's the life of a famous person right like yeah you don't have any privacy it just is what it is and she didn't ask for it but other than that i mean she has a pretty charmed life Mm -hmm. and he's i guess making an analogy about glass slippers kind of but he's like basically like you have everything but you're complaining that this this beauty is like unacceptable to you like your diamond shoes are too tight some people don't have diamond shoes
0: yeah Um, well and i think like she probably literally is wearing diamond shoes
1: she says she has a pair of shoes that have like diamonds on them yeah but she does acknowledge that he's right Mm -hmm. which i think is big growth because in in our previous books i think she would have been like he just doesn't talk about yeah (laughs) um and then also we find out Paolo has, like, a con artist boyfriend.
0: <laughs> Just like yeah, like, he breaky, sounds like he's a bit of,
1: like, a, a scam. man.
0: Like, mm-hmm. he, he's like, no, I'm a masseuse. Like, I, like he has a bunch of different, like, things that he does. Uh, yes. And Paolo, it seems like, is footing the bill.
1: Definitely. Which, you know, the, hey, don't hate the player. Don't hate the player. Um but anyway, so she's getting her hair done and her makeup done or whatever to go to something, which she doesn't want Lily and Michael to come to because she says Genovians are snobs and they're causing a lot of problems right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that Count Ivan, who is, you know, running against Philippe, uh, has like a string of topless restaurants <laughs> in Europe.
0: What is with these guys running against Philippe who like want to open
1: fast Consumerist, food yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I don't know. It's called Crazy Ivan's. Um, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah. We also learned that Grammaire vapes now. Yeah. She, she's quit with her gitans, has um, moved toward a more sustainable option. Um, she also claims that count ivan's grandfather was in love with her oh my god
0: yeah and that's why this is happening and that's Which,
1: why he's running
0: this is like so similar to what i was saying at the end of book 10 where i was like what what the fuck are any of these stories true because she starts yeah. to name like all the shit me like makes a dream about has claimed yeah like, she claims that that um grammar has claimed that yeah. uh fitzgerald modeled daisy and the great gatsby after her um competing against denovia in every sport and every olympics ever so like everyone's like jealous of her and like or are mad that she didn't get with them so that's why they're mm-hmm. fighting sculptings or painting works of
1: art featuring women mm-hmm. like it's everything everything I mean, and the, if anyone who's ever competed in the olympics has done so despite her exactly like <laughs> yeah. that's so funny um also on page 66 gram says fold rules Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I know. That that <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, You should be, you should mm-hmm. be,
0: wait, from social engagement to social engagement, shopping for folder rolls. Folder oh, rolls. Folder The yeah. rural juror. <laughs> the rural juror.
1: Also, Gramire has six to eight drinks a day. That's a lot. That's a lot of alcohol. That's a
0: lot of sugar, too, if she's mm-hmm. drinking uh,
1: sidecars. Mm-hmm. Yeah ground drinks six to eight drinks a day helen says she's pickled (laughs) (laughs) that was funny that is funny um okay so it's mia's birthday midnight michael texts her happy birthday they have like kind of what i thought was like a bizarre sex exchange
0: yeah i guess like if you're because i mean presumably they're they're monitored uh in some just code names for people in her phones yeah in her phone so that so that like in case it's ever hacked, I guess no one can break the code or whatever. But right. if there is the security on it, that means that in some way it is being monitored. So like I don't think someone's like personally like really going through all her text messages. Right, but they could, and it would be funny if they did.
1: It would, <laughs> yeah. On page seventy one, I think I need a professionally tra- or a professional trained in extinguishing fires because there's one going on in my pants. <laughs> like. Do people really say that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Mia does. How else do you get the party going? Yeah. Um, anyway, Michael says he has a surprise for her that's better than Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. And Mia says, you know, I hate surprises. I always think this is weird. Like when people are like, I hate surprises. What's hate? to, what's to hate about surprises? I mean, They're fun. Yeah, I
0: don't really like surprises. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so weird to me. <laughs> I think surprises are the best. <laughs> um I just like to be prepared for things I I mean I get that I guess I mean bad surprises sure but I feel like the word surprise is typically used in when you're talking about good things yeah
0: normally you don't warn someone of a bad surprise you just do it uh yeah I'm not like yeah I definitely mm, if I had a choice I would say no
1: (laughs) (laughs) surprise surprise Francis is now on a yes (laughs) Um, anyway Okay. Well, I'm glad we could talk about that. Do you guys like surprises? I'm actually going to post a poll because I feel like I've heard a lot of people say they don't like surprises. I'm (laughs) curious what the ratio of surprise lovers to surprise haters is. So Mia gets about 1,500 birthday wishes, like mostly from, you know, people she doesn't know. No, right. It's probably like just been randos. And Helen calls Mia. Mia says she sounds upbeat. (laughs) And I like this conversation because Helen asks Mia if she thinks Philippe is on drugs and if they should do an intervention. Which is hilarious. It's hilarious and it's nice. It shows it that is. she's concerned, as she should be, um, as anyone should be. I mean, what he did was insane and extremely dangerous. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. A cry for attention, a cry for help, I think. Um, but anyway, the... JP posts a weird, passive-aggressive, happy birthday message on Mia's Instagram that's like um, 10 pages long.
0: And he fucking says, he fucking says, I'm so annoyed. He literally says, um, think, thank you, Mia. Despite what you might think, I will always love you and wish things could have turned out differently between us. What are you talking about? What are yeah. you talking about? Like, what? despite what you might think, I think... I don't think I know <laughs> what <laughs> like, we, we just talked about this. We yeah. just talked about how he like was hiring paparazzis to follow her around, essentially mm-hmm. stalking her, using her for fame, using her fucking life as like fodder to make him famous. Like, fuck you, JP. And also like you literally admitted you didn't love her.
1: Yeah. the In- in book time, it's been about eight years, and being the narcissist we know him to be, he's probably had time to rewrite this history in his own mind. Oh, certainly. So I think he thinks that you know she heartlessly dumped him, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: they were meant—they were endgame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it—he's just an asshole. But he asks her to read his novel that he's written. That's like a I loved this
0: dystopian. Like about a dystopian something or another with like a girl who is
1: dystopian. Yeah. Blah blah blah. He also wrote and directed *Nymphomania* 3D, the film, which is porn, right? I
0: mean, well, I don't know. Like, have you ever seen um, what is it? *Diary*, uh, fucking or *Nymphomaniac* volumes Mm -hmm. one or two? Oh, okay, they're really good. I don't think you would enjoy them. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I would, I would recommend them. They're really wonderful um but it was like this whole thing when they are really beautiful they're really really beautiful but it's I mean it's about a nymphomaniac mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the like shticks about it was that like there was like two versions and like the one version was released in theaters but the other version like wasn't because like they, they the actors literally had sex on camera so it could be something like that
1: Hmm, it could be artsy It could be artsy. I doubt it, though. (laughs) But he asked her to read his novel, and that just, like, is such redemption in my mind because he never read her novel Uh when they were dating. Why the The fuck should she read it now? Um, But anyway, there's a super cool new website called Rate the Royals, and it emails me a happy birthday, but it ranks all the royals in terms of, like, their likability. The lowest... Ranked are the sultan or whatever of caliph philippe gramer mm-hmm. because she attacked a paparazzi with her birkin bag <laughs> um but mia's ranked number like f- seven or five here she's ranked pretty high oh gosh yeah i can't. I think remember, it's but, five but it's she's uh she
0: my, her royal popularity rating has now sunk to an all-time low thanks to recently highly publicized publicized events so that makes um so that's
1: actually like pretty good, considering. Yeah. So she's normally pretty up there, and for the rest of the book, she will include her rate the royals rating on her journal entries um, because she is obsessed with it. <laughs> um, but anyway, we kind of wrap up. She's upset that you know when Philippe got arrested, he called her for bail because she's his kid, and yeah, she hung up on him a little. Yeah. Rude. Um. But anyway, that's kind of where we wrap up. Michael. Michael, when he wishes me out happy birthday, tells her he's got a big surprise. Mm-hmm. What could it be? Find out next time. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. I don't Two know if you I have any lines?
0: other. You didn't read.
1: It?
0: No, I read mine. I just had that one about okay. Tina.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't really have any big ones this this section. It was a lot of exposition.
0: Yeah, there's a it's a good as I think, and we've talked about this before. Where like Mia's are. um Queen Meg's intros are very good she's good at explaining a lot of things without it being boring explaining where people are what they're doing uh in a kind in a pretty natural way because like it would make sense for like Tina and Boris just broke up she's Mm -hmm. gone through a lot like the thing with Philippe just happened so it would make sense that they were kind of talking about different things and like how that affected like Mia going and working at the community center that she made or whatever so like it 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 was really nice it was cool I don't I don't know I don't know if I have
1: any other like predictions about anything in this one um, I mean you've made five yeah or four that's a good many yeah I'm sure you'll have more as we as we truck along through sure through yes. the book do you hear that though Vaguely. <laughs> Vaguely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I turned off my AC. So it's not that uh, it's not a pop culture machine. OMG. Um, okay. So I looked up WebMD MD because she looks, she's like looking up what she has. And of course it's like, it's a brain tumor. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently WebMD has been around
1: since 96. Oh, wow. Yeah, she I- also uses what I think is like a fake version of it called eye triage. Is that real? Oh, I thought that was. She mentions WebMD, but she also talks about iTriage. Is that not like an app that Michael has invented? Oh, is it?
0: That was my assumption.
1: Googling it. Oh, iTriage. MyHealthApps.net. I don't think Michael invented it, but it's a health app. I just assumed he had invented it because he was like working at a
0: technology app. thing yeah, or like no, whatever, I medical so. technology. I didn't we even can rewrite it. it. Let's <laughs> say he invented it. Yeah. I just assumed it was fake. <laughs> My bad. Nope. It's real. I, <laughs> I assumed it was fake too. Yeah. Um, so the address that is on the grocery store slip is 31 East 69th Street, New York, New York 10021. This is the Consulate General of the Republic of Austria. Oh, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Oh, look at at Meg. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, I wonder what it is. Like, I assumed it would be a consulate of some sort. And but yeah, Austria. What an interesting choice. So Tina is going to join Doctors Without Borders after she graduates. And I thought that'll be a good opportunity to give us give a royal wave to that. You can donate. Um, It's just, you know, Google Doctors Without Borders. They do good, good works. They do good good works. They do good works. Um, they talk about Miss X Tiger Woods, um, Ellie? Elin. Ellen? Elin? I think it's Ellen. Ellen? I'm not E-L-I-N, sure though. Which is, I was like, meh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nordigern? 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 She's like, Ellen Nordigern? Nordigern? I don't know. It's really cool to make fun of people for their names when they're not American. <laughs>
1: Uh. <laughs> uh, I think it's Elin Nordegren It's like how I've said it in the media I mean how I've said it in the media How I've heard it in the when media When you have been
0: talking about it ad nauseum
1: <laughs> On my medium yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: so this is a reference to in 2009 When Tiger Woods was found to be a cheater Uh, She famously smashed his car up with a golf club
1: which, he was found to be an excessive cheater too. Excessive cheater. yeah. It wasn't yeah. just like he had an affair. He had like 50 affairs. Yeah.
0: It wasn't, like it wasn't even affairs. It was just a constant like it was just a Yeah. of Yeah. Um, and
1: I just I said mean, mm, I violence is bad. I but all I did was wrote,
0: <laughs> good for her. Good <laughs> for her. We don't condone violence,
1: but like she didn't violence hurt a against, person.
0: Violence against cars. Who cares? Um, <laughs> And then uh Shirts of Orange is the New Black, which came out in 2013. Um, okay, I'm curious. What is if, your opinion on this show? I, you have said, like, it's problematic. I only watched the first season, I think. Maybe the first season and a half. Because mm-hmm. um, I just found it, it got boring. Um, yeah, it did but get boring. I, I didn't know I don't know what the problematic aspects of it it's were. It's white saviory. Oh yeah. Like I mean, she yeah. like
1: joins like a Nazi gang and then they're like it's fine you didn't mean it. <laughs> like it, I don't know what the it's fuck? just
0: Yeah, well, it it's written like, by a white woman who yeah. and then developed by
1: white women. Like, I think it it definitely had some great messages too though mm-hmm. like about how fucked up the prison system is and like racism within the prison system sure. but there were some elements they should have cut.
0: Yeah, I mean I loved to say She's incredible, and she's the that actress is I on um, *Handmaid's Tale*. She's amazing. Yeah, uh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, tasty. and um, fucking the other girl, the fuck, the girl who gets pregnant by the security guard
1: is Odia in *The, new, yeah. in the Heights*. Oh yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah she's I've incredible. seen her in something else too. Whatever. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched the whole show. It it did have some really good messages, I think, but it also had some, you know. It was written by guess, a white like, woman elements.
0: Yeah. Like my only thing is like, if something is like, it's kind of the way, I don't know, like if it's something written by a white woman about a white woman, I'm really not expecting much of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like it's, my expectations are pretty low. Like yes. when it comes to like cultural sensitivities Uh, so i mean like we talked
1: about with disney yeah in in the last episode yeah yeah,
0: i'm really not expecting much of disney like Mm -hmm. not in it's more in a cynical way than like yes i I would hope i would hope they did better but i'm really not expecting much of them (laughs) as they have shown to not yeah (laughs) expect much from um okay so i'm curious if you know who this is um dr ruth westheimer Mm -mm. okay she's literally one of my favorite humans on earth i'm obsessed with her um so she is currently 93 her birthday was on june 4th um and she is a sex therapist Oh, yes. I do know who she is. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Ruth. So there is an incredible. Okay. So I guess like her history is that she was sex. She's sex. She's currently a sex therapist still. She's been a sex therapist since like before it was cool. Mm -hmm. And like fucking plot twist is that she's an old super religious lady who is super cool with premarital sex and women like coming to fruition and Mm -hmm. promoting that. Um, That's great. Yes love Dr. Ruth right and she's been saying this since like the early 80s she had a TV show like a call-in show right from the 80s to like 93 or something and you know she's met up with like a bunch of presidents she's always Mm. been like super sex positive super like no we talk about this and like in she like talks about like sex toys all the time she was with the same man for literally like 57 years Uh, he passed away in like 97 I think and there's an incredible documentary she's a holocaust survivor
1: oh wow Um, geez yeah
0: she's german layers oh my god yeah well she's jewish (laughs) and she was born in germany and she's a holocaust survivor she's a total badass um and i believe like her her parents died uh were murdered in the holocaust and they had like sent her away um but and like, thankfully she was okay. But anyway, there's this amazing documentary about her called Dr. Ruth. I think it's on Hulu, I believe. But anyway, it's really good. Her son made it. And, um, and yeah, it's fabulous. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And Dr. Ruth, like what a fucking badass. Love her. Love um, her. I wrote down, I wrote down the, uh, I thought Genovia is known for its olives or is it pears?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. And then she talks about NCIS, which. A lot. Oh well, I I read the next section. She mentions it a couple. More oh, times. Was, she
0: mentions it if, quite a few times in this yeah. one as well. But um, she do do you know when that came out?
1: It's been on forever, right? I
0: was very surprised. I thought it came out in like, two thousand seven or two thousand ten or something. Come I on, two thousand three.
1: There are oh, I was even gonna guess like ninety eight. <laughs> there are eighteen seasons, and it's still wow. going. How do they keep having new crimes to have,
0: dude? Right? They must. They be have to like be readers. recycling
1: plots. Yeah, <laughs> they must. They
0: must. Um, yeah. No, and there's I'm... a million
1: of those freaking cop shows. Like, oh there's yeah, so many. I know, right?
0: They. I mean, they always have like a classic ripped from the headlines situation in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was all
1: the that was all the pop culture I had. Well researched as always. Thanks. That was a good one. Just Some yeah, good that was stuff. Yeah. Some good stuff. Good stuff do you have any dated social
0: norms i didn't i didn't see any of that i was like i guess just the fact
1: it. that me and michael can't like live together yeah paparazzi i don't know yeah whatever yeah kind of like okay <laughs> like that whenever that kind of stuff. but i'm not like blown away by it <laughs> yeah i'm not blown away by it okay biggest bully i do had... you have an opinion yes i said the press okay that's a good one I said the protesters <laughs> but I like the press better I think that that's a good one yeah yeah like, they're they very cruel. Causing,
0: yeah and I think they're the press is making it more difficult or making like making it more difficult and causing protesters because they're like sp- kind of just spreading fucking lies mm-hmm. so you're right it's kind of like one of those where I'm like hmm, fuck you Yeah, Uh, no, I totally agree. That's a good pick. Press, you a bitch. (laughs) You a bitch, media. (laughs) Um, What about Loser? I think this one's pretty apparent. Wait. We can't talk about bullying. Just kidding, just (laughs) kidding, just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Roll it back. We can't talk about bullying without talking about...
1: (laughs) The roast of Boris Polkowski. All right, we got a few, because he's a fucking cheater. Yeah, um, the page fuck? 25. I'm upset. Who could have imagined that Boris Pokowski, the mouth-breathing violin virtuoso from my gifted and talented class way back in ninth grade, would become Boris P, the purple-haired pop singer-songwriter who now plays sold-out concerts all over the world and has girls throwing themselves at him every time he steps from his limo, even though he still hasn't quite learned to breathe through his nostrils, a fact that the Borets have declared totes adorbs. <laughs> page 29 both the song and the video have made me hate boris Belkowski so much more than i already did for breaking tina's heart that now whenever i hear or see either of them i begin grinding my teeth page 30 line number three boris does not look that good but then he's never exactly been my type (laughs) we've got a little bit of a lull and then we skip ahead to page 76 um i know michael said i should listen to boris's side of the story but would it be so wrong if instead the next time i happen to be in the same room as boris i tell lars that i thought i saw a weapon on him a body cavity search by the royal Gen- genovian card could teach him a valuable lesson oh i'm head.
0: so disappointed in boris
1: right now i'm, so I'm upset so disappointed in boris boris you suck yeah, what the hell yeah <sighs> it's shitty but yeah i mean it's kind of true to life People yeah. disappoint you. People, People grow up and you. turn into assholes. Yeah.
0: Even the best boyfriend ever. Might Sucks. not be so. Might not yeah. be so. Um okay, okay. so now, loser. loser. I I had a tough
1: time. Oh, I picked God. Mr. G because he yeah. died. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked Philippe. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Why I like couldn't come up with anything. Philippe is the loser here. <laughs> Philippe is
0: absolutely being dying a doesn't make you a loser. <laughs> Only losers die. I'm fucking immortal. Only oh, I'm losers die. die. If you die, you're
1: such a fucking loser. <laughs> no, uh, it's Philippe. Dying yeah. is just something that happens. It does, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, it does. Um, Winner. I had trouble enough. with this. I picked. I did too. I picked Count Ivan. Because he has thriving business. Sure, yeah. (laughs) I picked Boris. Oh, okay.
0: Because he's like an international pop star.
1: Yeah. He is a cheater
0: though. Yeah, he I mean, yeah, he's a cheater, but like he's okay. I don't know. I don't know. know. We picked both? Sure. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care.
1: Crazy Ivan and Boris. (laughs) That sounds like sick band name, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um all right. This yeah. was fun. This is we'll this was a short section. one. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm.
0: short one. I'm I'm excited to dive further into this. Uh, me too. Me too. And To talk a little bit more. We have a couple of great guests coming.
1: Yes. Along. We have um, a special guest next episode. An avid listener. Oh, is it next
0: episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought there were three. Okay.
1: Next episode. That's even more,
0: even more exciting. Even uh, more exciting. And then possibly maybe a special return guest.
1: Maybe a special return return. guest. Who knows? Um, Um, Do you guys like surprises? Look out for the poll.
0: Yeah, let us know. Let us know also like, I mean tell us if any of you are reading along with us and you have predictions, let us know. Don't tell me. Don't tell Francis. Please don't tell me if I'm correct or incorrect. We will find out together um, which will be fun. Uh, Is there anything else? No, what do you so. think of this
1: book do you like it what? yeah do you like this book is it huh? fun what do you think about mr being dead?
0: oh my god yeah Ugh.
1: just How give us you all your it? thoughts
0: a penny you for your thoughts tell us everything and you can tell us everything on in a lot of ways on yep. facebook you can find us at the podcast diaries on instagram or the podcast diary one on twitter we are the podcast diary and you can send us a whole email send us a whole email about your predictions do it at thepodcastdiary at gmail.com and you find all this info on our website at thepodcastdiaries.com um we keep on asking for voicemails only two people have come through for us we appreciate everyone but we would like to hear your voices and you can do that at <laughs> anchor.fm, backslash, backslash, not splash, backslash. <laughs> <laughs> podcast diaries.
1: <laughs> Home renos are the All best. All right. <laughs> so on that note, next up, we are going to be reading 9.45 a.m. Friday, May 1st, third floor apartment, Consulate General of Genovia, Wraith and Royals, reading 5. Through the section 9:21 p.m. Monday, May 4th, still in the V, rate the Royals, rating one. So stop at 12:22 a.m. Tuesday, May 5th, Regalton Hotel Central Park Suite, rate the Royals, rating one. And we'll have a very special guest. Get excited! Woo! Uh,
0: already there. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, as per usual, you're great. We're great. great. We're having a good time. So and. Much fun. All that's left to do is say a royal goodbye to you. And to you, mate.